0: Hello and welcome to Better Betting. Here are your
1: hosts, the King of Timonium, Gary Quill, and the Ruler of the Replays, Eric Rubin. Hey and welcome to Better Betting. My name is Eric Rubin, and my partner, the King of Timonium, Gary Quill, could not make it this week, although he might drop in during the show. We'll see. In his place, we have a guest who is with us recently. Uh, someone I've gotten to know fairly well over the last year or so. Uh, he's Maryland born and bred. Nick Spencer. Welcome back to the show, Nick. Thanks for having me back. All right. So, Nick, we uh, we were talking last uh, night, I guess it was, um, about what card we're going to cover. <laughs> it's usually pretty simple, straightforward, but a lot of different options. Fairgrounds, I know, has a big card, but I'm really not a fan of CDI tracks. i try and to avoid them, so uh, decided to... Against that, I'm sure a lot of other shows, if you want to hear analysis of fairgrounds, we'll cover that. Aqueduct had a great card. I was a little worried about the weather. Although it seems like they'll be okay to run, I hope. Uh, We were bouncing Gulfstream maybe, but it's supposed to rain. And I'm not a huge Oakland guy. I'll I'll do Oakland, but I'm not a huge Oakland guy. So Nick was nice enough to kind of, you know, basically do what I want. And uh, we decided to go with Aqueduct. Like I said, it's going to be cold, a little windy, but I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy where they'll cancel. Uh, at least, hopefully, not. So, we analyzed the late pick five on Saturday, January 22nd. And uh, we're basically going to jump right into it unless you had something you want to talk about first. We good? No, let's jump right in. All right. So, race five at Aqueduct on Saturday. It is a $16,000 claimer, non winners of two, six furlongs on the dirt. There's a seven to five entry, grape therapy, the one. The 1A, Carly Hustle. I actually like the 1 better than the 1A, and I think the 1A is the one taking the money. So it kind of sucks because I might have used the 1, uh, but I don't want 7-5 because I get the 1A. So having said that, Nick, are you on the entry or are you uh, looking to beat this 7-5 entry? I'm looking to beat him. And how are you looking to?
0: I was going to the 10, going, going, going. I know he's <laughs> been running for 12-5, but... I mean, that's probably the same level as uh, Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't want me to cut
1: you off, but it's the nine horse. Isn't it nine? Down. Oh, you yeah, know why? You, you yeah, shocked me why. because I'm like the 10. I don't have the 10 anywhere. 30 yeah, to one. Nice pick. Then you said the name. I'm like, oh.
0: 10 yeah, though, I, so good. I counted
1: because I, counted, I don't have the uh, numbers on the
0: forms. So I just counted yeah, horses in relative entry.
1: Yeah, there was an entry. So
0: My bad. I think right. I got the numbers right for the rest of them.
1: But I mean. Hopefully. We'll help you out. But go ahead. Why do you like the nine going gone? I mean, he's
0: been knocking at the door for what's going to be the same condition at, at, uh, Aqueduct. I don't know why I said, I thought Belmont, no, Aqueduct. He should be in 16, 12,500, same condition, basically same level. Uh, should be able to sit the trip. There's a little bit of speed in here. I thought cookie Cove would go. looks like it coming out of Gulfstream. stream. dirt races. He's got speed. There's dazzling speed getting the bug boy on. He's, He's shown speed before in the past, so I thought he'd be able to set a perfect trip on the outside from the nine hole.
1: All right, so uh, going, going, going. Is your I guess we have like a top pick. Uh, I don't know if you're pick. going to bet a pick five or not. You know, I'm I'm mostly a pick five player. That's my main bet, so I will. But is there anyone else you would want to use here in the uh, in the pick five?
0: Just Cookie Cove, just in case he does get loose on that lead.
1: And that's the seven horse Cookie Cove. Correct.
0: I had that yeah. number right.
1: There you go. Well, it's before the uh, 1A, so you got it. <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> Everything on the 1A, you screwed up, but that's all right. Um, all right, so you're on the uh the seven nine, and for those who don't really know Nick, and I guess our listeners don't really know him too well, uh, he's good at putting together really small tickets, so you know he best pick fives and generally has not always, but usually smaller tickets does pretty well. So I
0: keep it probably around forty eight and less. Forty eight dollars and less. Just you try and find that one single and if you don't like the chalk, don't use them
1: exactly that's good advice and that's why i you know on the show i try and have people on who are good handicappers but especially good betters, and, and, and nick is both so that's why i like having him on the show here um i'm a little different than nick this race i, I don't really care for the nine i wouldn't talk anyone off the nine uh, it's fine i guess she is but uh, you know it's not my kind of horse the the top two horses i like i'm a little worried because they're a combined one for 50 and that's a little worrisome uh the five queen tigua And the seven who Nick mentioned, Cookie Cover. Honestly, my top two picks here. Um, I don't know, though. The the one for 28 on the five kills me. But his race two back, I thought he might have made an early move into a really strong pace. That December 11th race for the five Queen Tigua, that really favored uh, closers. Mission Trail was in that race, and he closed. And that's why I downgrade him and don't really give the four Mission Trail a a shot here. But um, put up a big speed figure. Again, I thought he ran well because of the fact that he was pretty close to that pace. You can argue he had a perfect trip behind the duel. And then last time he stopped a two to one shot who basically walked home. So it was, uh, it might not look fast on paper, but it was quite the pace there. Um, I just thought he's his races, his last two races, I think are, are significantly better than these horses, but he's one for 28. Uh, sometimes the record can be deceiving. You know, he was running some Maiden's best weights, but that's it fingerlings. So I don't know if he's really running against Benner. So I I don't know. I can't really lean on a horse. Is five uh, one for twenty-eight and the seven, Cookie Cove at six to one. Uh, Nick mentioned you know the horse could have some speed. Although I'm not sure where he'll be in the race. Uh, He ran okay uh, at Gulfstream February 28th race. I thought he had a pretty easy lead. I didn't love that race at a similar level, a little cheaper. And then at this level March 14th at Gulfstream, I really upgraded the uh, the start uh, or the um, the race. He had an awkward start, about a half a length to a length slow. He was three wide in that race. It was basically a merry-go-round race where no one really moved. So I really upgraded that performance. That was March 14th. He hasn't been on the dirt since. So who knows if he's the same horse. He was off a little layoff, came back, and didn't run too well on the turf. But that was against maybe a little better. He was 67-1, so he probably didn't have much of a shot that race. So uh, five and seven are, are clearly my top two. I want to use the one grape therapy. Like I said, because he's part of the entry, though, I'm not going to get a price. So if the 1A scratches and the 1 is like 4 to 1 or something like that, then I'll probably use the 1 as well. And one other horse I'm talking a lot, but the 6, Pasion, if that's how you pronounce it, at 15 to 1. He's a horse I I want to just add to my tickets here because he's a price. I wouldn't take him in a short price, but um, this is a horse who, if you go back to June 1st, you're going to go back a long way, but June 1st at Finger Lakes, he ran a, a pretty good race. He only got a 45 buyer, which is, you know, kind of comparable to these, but he had a uh, two lens slow or maybe even three lens slow, slow start. He was three wide in that race and he was moving best at the end. Again, not it wasn't weaker than this. It was probably a little stronger than this field. I would think If he was 13 to one in that race off 48 buyer, So uh, the pa- anyway, after that though, you got to make a lot of excuses. He then goes in a stakes race, New York bred, but 50 grand. He didn't run really well. He had no LASIK. So maybe he bled in the race. Uh, she bled right in the race. I don't know. So I'll excuse that race. Comes back in August, runs an eight buyer, but got off to a four lens slow start after hopping uh, at the start. So maybe, and that was against allowance for us, 45 to one in that race. Really had no shot anyway. I'll disregard that race. And then goes long twice. Perhaps the horse doesn't like to go that long, never really did it before. So I'm willing to toss those races. Now, you got to toss a lot of races, but I mean, maybe there are legitimate excuses. So as you own, again, short price, I wouldn't prefer a big price. You might get more than 15 to 1 on this horse. uh, I'm going to throw that horse in. So I'm basically using the 5, 6, 7 here. um, And I got to debate the 1 if the 1A scratched uh, or the odds are better than I think, but I, I don't think so. So those are my main horses here. Nick, is this a race you would bet vertically as well, or are you just looking at uh, do horizontals, go uh, nine and a little um, a little seven and call it a day?
0: Just horizontals. And actually, I like the sick. Like you were saying, I like them a little bit, but his last four were just worrisome to me. Yep. <laughs> just getting buried by a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean. That's not a
0: question. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Because if you go back, he fits in here. But. Did he just tailed
1: off and that's why he dropped it in from 16? I, I don't know. <laughs> Most likely she did, but I, I mean, I found some excuses. and The horse was like 30, 40, 50, 60 to one in every race, so it really yeah. hasn't had much of a shot. So maybe in this field, has a shot. And and like I said, I'm not in love with the horse, but for a price, honestly, if that horse is like 20 to one and Quintigua and Cookie Cove are like four or five to one, I would even just take a flyer betting that horse to win and came in. Killing my bets to six just because of the price, even though I like the others, uh, you know, definitely better. Are you scared off by horses like one for 28, even if you like the horse? No, not really, because if they're running over their head
0: and they finally get back to that level, uh, there's no reasons.
1: Yeah, I'm just worried because they haven't been running over. They've been running at this level. That's what's scary. Then, is, so yeah, that's kind
0: of that's kind of you know. when it gets a little scary, like, okay, maybe he doesn't like just the horse is just like picking up checks and running second, running third, Yep, doesn't like the wind.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just, I mean, unless I really love a sequence, I hate spreading too much in the first leg because you might as well just sit out and better pick four, even though the takeout's higher. So uh, yeah. I'm not going to spread too much here. I'd, I'd love to, you know, add the 11. I'd love to add the eight, the nine, who you mentioned. I'd love to add those horses, but, you know, it's a little uh, a little pricey to do that. All right, so uh, it sounds like we're good there. Let's go on to race six. $16,000 open claimer. Six furlongs on the dirt. And... At first glance, this race was – there are a few races in the sequence. I mean, it's good because you got big fields, but there are some races here that are really tough in my opinion. I don't know if you had an easier time, but uh, did you have an easy time with race six? Did you find anyone no. that stood out for you?
0: No. Stood out, though? I think me – I don't know what's the price of this horse. What's the price of the five? That's the horse I would lean on my top pick. The,
1: the real five? or Yeah, is it Copa? Yeah, 30 to one. Is it? Yeah, what did is you expect?
0: <laughs> That's my top pick right there. We're going bombs away.
1: All right, bombs away. Good. I like to hear that. I mean, so, he, finally, he
0: finally gets back to a level that I mean, maiden thirty wins by five. The claiming forty never two. When wins going away length and a half. Uh, fourteen never three wins by four. And every other time he's in over his head, maiden special weight or starter
1: fifties. Yeah, listen, I'm. I'm not talking off of a, a lunch. I don't, I'm not against the horse. You're right. The last two horse races, you know, was was definitely probably uh, in too tough. The only thing is, it was only five to one in that race two back. Um, but I don't even want to say. Anything. I mean, I have some negatives, but I, I don't even want to say because I don't want to talk anyone off them if you like them. But you know, I guess the question is, you know, without Diadoro and this trainer, I'm not familiar with. I've heard the name, but you know, is it the same horse? Who knows? But you're getting thirty to one. There's another horse who you know, six to one, eight to one. I wouldn't touch. But thirty to one, why? Why not? Why not take a crack? Yeah, so who are there other horses here that interest you? The one interested uh, me a little bit, South Sea
0: with mm-hmm. uh, McCarthy, who's red hot up there right now. I think he won what? Let's say three more earlier today.
1: I, I wasn't watching, but you, yeah, you said he's doing really well. Uh, turf
0: to dirt. I mean, he should handle the dirt just fine. He's won seven times on it. Get drops in class to the sixteen. My only question is the rail because he has some speed, and there's a bunch of speed in here. Will he go? Will you try and send from the rail to get position, or you grab a hold and maybe let the outside speed come over and just try and work a trip?
1: New York, everyone holds. Everyone holds. That's a bad point. That's a bad point. (laughs) (laughs) Trevor's from Maryland there, right? So maybe maybe he doesn't uh, know the rules and he goes. That's true. Um, There's a couple interesting horses in here. Um, First of all, the three horse grain cacique. We spoke about this last night, actually. This is the horse uh, for those out there looking at the PPs. If you go back to his last race, you might remember that race December 3rd. And if you watch the replay, you probably will. That was a race where IRAD decided to take out Omar Marino Hernandez, whatever the jockey's name is. Sorry. Uh, knocked him into the rail early in the race and uh, got a 30 day suspension because of it. So this is the horse that I ran was on when he did that, Grand Cacique. And we talked about, like, I loved this horse last time. The price was too short, so I don't think I really bet him or bet much on him. I don't remember that well, but I couldn't believe six to five on the horse last time. However, two back, I love that effort November 13th. Uh, he got a 75 buyer at the same level. I upgraded it. He was in a four-way speed duel. Summer Bourbon was actually in that speed duel too. So he ran very well that, that race too. Uh, and then last race, this is what we were debating. Um, you know, I, I told you I was a little concerned because I liked him a lot last time and uh the three grand cacique. And I thought, yeah, he had that incident and all, but it didn't really slow him down. And then he just got like an easy lead and I thought coughed it up. And you know, you made a valid point. I was thinking this a little bit too. You know, I ran knew he was coming down, so he basically didn't ride maybe, but I, I didn't think that was the case. You thought it more, and then when you watched the replay, you said maybe not. what were your thoughts on that?
0: He only gave a couple shoulder taps to the horse to kind of pick it up. Let's go. It's almost like a little workout when they're working. You tap the horse on the shoulder, shoulder a little bit to pick up the bit. Let's go and just go on with it. That's kind of what it looked like to me. That's yes, what he, I, all he was doing. He never really sat down and started pumping.
1: Yes. I, I don't know what to do. Cause I mean, I liked this horse a lot last time and uh, I don't know the short price. I'm going to lean against a little here, even though I do like the horse. Uh, the horse that I actually, if I had to pick a top horse, and there's an outside chance I single this race because I got to narrow it down somewhere. And even though I think there's a wide open race, I, I might single with the horse I like the most because uh, I'm getting a price. And that is the two horse Summer Bourbon, the other Mike Maselli horse I just mentioned. On that November 13th race, he dueled in a four way duel. Now, Grand Casique outfinished him. Um, and, and Grand Bourbon was favored in that race uh, over Grand Cacique. Believe it or not, uh, he was even money. Grand Casique was eight to one. Uh, but out of that race, I upgraded his performance. And I thought, all right, he'll probably run very well January 1st. Well, if you watch the race January 1st, it does say bumped 3/16. He First of all, the race set up for a closer. And he was, even though he's been a speed horse, he can come off the pace. He was getting a, a pretty good trip, a little wide trip. But he was getting a pretty good trip off a, a pretty hot pace. But as he was making his move around the turn, he bumped. And he actually bumped a horse in this race. He bumped the six speeding kid. And he really, Summer Bourbon the two really lost a lot of momentum, and I don't think really had a chance after that. Yeah, it would have been nice if he rallied a little more after that, but if he did, I wouldn't be getting eight to one today. Um, So I thought he ran really well. Uh, He can make his own trip. I love horses who have speed but can sit off the pace. So you know, definitely, especially if he's eight to one, he's definitely my uh, you know top pick and main play in this race. I'm not really against anyone here. I, I can see pretty much every anyone winning this race, but the two is definitely. Uh, would be the one I lean to for the odds specifically. I think we should talk about the nine horse, uh, me, Trace, or Ciento. Uh, even though I got a hundred on my Spanish regions, I'm trying to think what Ciento means. My three, four, a hundred? I don't know. Ciento? I, gotta I got to look that up. I got a D in Spanish. So, uh, well, don't tell Senora I'm, I'm Velasquez. No, I'm not hoping that one. Senora Velasquez, may she rest if she's, uh, I, I assume she was like 70 about 30 years ago. Hopefully she's still alive, but she's. Spinning in her grave that I don't know the word ciento. Um, anyway, Nick, why don't you uh, because I'm doing most of the talking, why don't you tell us about the nine? Uh, do you like the nine at all? What do you make of the drop, the voided claim, all that stuff?
0: There's a hole somewhere, in my opinion. I mean, get the blinkers back on, which I guess helped. I mean, he's ran better with the blinkers on in the past, last two starts without them. Uh, off the voided of claim last time is a little iffy, especially since he ran no good. And now you come right back down to the 16 level. It's not like they kept the horse at 25 well, levels.
1: In the defense of uh, of the connections there, not really defending them. Linda Rice is very, very good at claiming horses for 40,000 and then running them for like 16 and winning. Um, I, I've never seen a trainer claim horses and drop them. And she wins races doing it, but uh, these owners got to be losing a fortune doing that. But that's what she loves to do. It's scary though, like you said, the voidy claim. So December sixteenth, someone claimed the uh, the nine me Trace Porciento, and it was voided, which means Nick, you want, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I know you know. Tell us what it means to be voided claim, because some listeners might not understand that concept. Uh,
0: typically, that means the horse is sore, and is either off a little bit when he's back at the uh, at the barn. Like the te- I, I know in Maryland when you get when you get claimed, you go to the test barn you obviously the horse cools out there and they walk. It's like I don't know, they walk around for like 45 minutes, basically cooling themselves out to get a bath. And then the state vet comes back and looks at them. They have to jog in front of the state vet. And if anything looks off, the claim gets voided, which means basically just the claim gets canceled. And a owner who drops a slip gets their money back. And whoever had the horse prior gets the horse back.
1: Right. So, you know, obviously something was off last race. Correct. And like you said, dropping, maybe a little suspicious, I can't blame anyone who likes a nine because, you know, his figures are as good as anyone's here and he was doing it against better competition, but it's been a precipitous drop for the nine. And like I said, I can see spreading in this race and using a lot of these because anyone can win, but everyone's spreading. I'm going to try and go short here with the two. I think uh, there was one or two others. You mentioned South Sea last dirt race was really good. Unfortunately, five to two morning line. If that holds, I've got the other Bobka If you will, I got the other Maselli horse with the two. So I like that. You could uh, set it up for him. What's if,
0: if, if South Sea goes, it could set up for Summer Bourbon.
1: Yeah, but I can also see Summer sitting. Bourbon going and South Sea coming up because both yeah, are very yeah, very I couldn't versatile. figure out which one goes. Yeah, they're both versatile, which again I like though, because if you have a decent jockey, you can uh you know kind of pick your uh pick your spot there. Uh, I, I'll just mention the six speeding cave because if I go too deep, that would be my second choice. Speeding cave was in the same race as summer bourbon. These are horse who two back ran at this level on December 3rd against a few of these as well. And there was a loose horse that race, and Speeding Kid, this is two back December 3rd, was going to split horses and just didn't because of that loose horse. So it really cost. I don't know if he would have won the race, but he might have. So it really cost him, I thought. And uh, I would upgrade that performance two back. And then January 1st race, we said, or I mentioned, how he got bumped really by the two Summer Bourbon. I thought Summer Bourbon took the worst of the bumping, definitely. But Speeding Kid was making a run and, and had a chance. Great. He had a good setup. And that bump hurt. You get a. I don't want to knock uh, Ramos, the uh, apprentice rider, but you get a big upgrade in jockey. I'm not a jockey guy, but you get Kendrick Carmouche. Uh, and if it does get hot up front, this horse has some pace. It uh, has some closing kick here. So uh, I'm on the two. The six would be my my other horse. But like I said, I, I can't talk you off of any horse in this race. Uh, any Anyone else you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, seven? Is it How do you say that? Munachi? Mun- Munachi, Munachi, um, Munaki, but I think it's Munachi. Close.
0: Coming off, I mean, off the layoff, it looks like. He, I mean, a couple of works going in that were decent. For tw- first off the claim for Vasquez, who is having a really good meet. <laughs> surprise, surprise.
1: But the yeah. oh, numbers ahead. fit. Yeah, he runs back to. I mean, his numbers are actually better than the others for the most part. The question is, like I said, the layoff. Yeah, his last race is not that good. I mean, he had a perfect trip and didn't do anything. I mean, he came in second, but you know, he should have won that race with a high ride and he, the perfect trip. He did,
0: he 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 got put up.
1: Oh, he no, didn't. No, no, I'm sorry, I didn't even notice did that, but yeah, he should have. <laughs> I don't he know, won. he um, by DQ, but he won, yeah, but he had a perfect trip, so I don't think he was the one to interfere with. The five... I'm trying to remember. Cause I did watch the race, but I, I just wrote perfect trip with like seven exclamation points. So he must've got a really perfect trip. I, I you know, what? when I watched the replay, I just stopped it. So I probably didn't even notice it was a DQ. Uh, but anyway, so I think when he's got that magical trainer, like you alluded to, so I, I wouldn't be shocked, but um, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't talk you off of anyone, nor would I try in this race. Just know that I think most people are going to spread in this race. So if you can take a stand in this race or cut short out there, you're, you're probably going to get some value for doing that. And I just think questions on some of the, you know, favorites here. Uh, I actually like the one, like you said, out of the favorites. So, you know, I'm like two, six, then probably the one. And then I don't know after that. So that would be my order. I don't think I would bet this race vertically unless I just bet like the two to win, but I- I'm probably going to like key the two and doubles and pick threes and things like that. Whether I single them in the pick five or not, I'll-, I'll probably just key him in the other bets rather than bet vertically. Um, but yeah, that's probably where I'm at. Is this a race you would bet vertically, do you think? Assu- well, it's I hard just to say you're going to bet, but if, I'm, if I'm more, taking a, Yeah, go ahead.
0: I'm going take a crack on a five. If, I mean, 30 to one morning line. Because, I mean, he, he should be quick enough to clear the field. I mean, he's going 45 or a half miles, just a matter who goes with him, like we said. Yeah. Especially with the New York riders.
1: Yep, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so uh, it's so hard to talk about like how you'd better race in advance. I'm just, when we do that, I'm assuming like the morning line is accurate. I was yeah. at a show earlier in the week with uh, a friend of ours, Tom and Tom. And you know, one of the races, there's a horse named Colonel Juan running at parks. And you know I figured the horse would be like, especially there was a lot of scratches. I'm like, yeah, four to one, five to one at most coming off the high buyers. Like the horse definitely has a chance, but I don't, I don't want a horse at that price. So I was looking for alternatives. As I'm going off 10 to one, I, I didn't get to watch the races, um, so, I, I didn't even see it until too late. I'm like 10 to 1 on that horse. I would have bet that. So, you know, I, I might like some of but if he goes off 3 to 1, maybe not. Maybe I don't love Grand Cacique. Um, but if he drifts up to like 6 to 1, you know, maybe I will. So, we're, we're talking about assuming the morning lines are accurate. In New York, they're pretty, pretty good morning lines. So, usually pretty accurate. All right. So, we're going to uh, leg three. We get into a couple of stakes races the Jazzle 100K stakes. On the dirt, going a mile and an eighth. I felt it should have been a mile and a half if it's named after Jazzel, but they only went with a mile and an eighth. And this race was another one that really confounded me. And the horse I went with, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm a little torn here, but I think I'm going to go pretty short in this leg too, even though this was another one where a lot of horses have a shot here. So Nick, uh, I, I figure I'll let you start another one. Go ahead. race seven. I ended, I ended up on the five for Chad Brown,
0: core, uh, core conviction. I, from the five hole going a mile and an ace, I would assume Jose grabs a hold and sits off with the speed from the one, two, and three hole. But, the, I mean, he has so much speed, I can see him going too. I don't, I couldn't tell who was going to go this race or not with going a mile and ace. An I don't know how you've seen it.
1: Yeah, the pace was murky for me, and that's what – made it hard because the two had some speed uh, stretching out more now, uh, but not a need to lead type or anything like that. The three has speed, but again, cheaper uh, in, in Philadelphia. So who knows how that will translate although, you know, rent pretty fast fractions and the four empty tomb definitely has had speed, but it's come off the pace in the past too. And then you mentioned the five who, if you're looking at time form, I think the five would be a clear leader according to them, but I, I tend to agree with you that maybe that's the case. I actually like the five also um, court conviction. I came up with uh, that as my top pick as well. in here Assuming he's at least seven to two. I just think this horse has more upside than the others is improving. I know the buyer went down last time. If you're looking at buyers, but two back had a pretty easy lead granted off a long layoff, but pretty easy lead. I would downgrade the 93 knowing it was off a layoff though. Could run, you know, could have run better last race really earned it. I thought, you know, had a fairly easy lead, but ran pretty fast. And when he was pushed, Uh, you know, the horse that pushed him kind of faded a little bit. So I'm not in love with this horse, but, uh, you know, and and look who he lost to the one race he lost. It was on the turf. He lost to gear jockey who is, uh, uh, was one of the favorites in the, I don't know if he won the breeders cup Sprint or was one of the favorites in the, in the race. Uh, so gear jockey was a very good horse. Grant did better shortening up than going to mile gear jockey, but still. So that was first time start for a core conviction too. So I just think there's a lot of upside has to step up. Coming out of probably the weakest race and non-winners of one, or maybe the the horse from Parks is coming out of a weaker race, the three horse. But um, coming out of the weaker race, otherwise, and I, I just think upside in this horse. Uh, I think there's another big leap forward here. So that, that's what I kind of came up with too. Uh, other than the five, is there anyone else you like?
0: Forewarned, if the if speed, if it is somehow speed duel up front, which I doubt. I think either one or two horses just maybe go, but four should be able to come running late. And I mean, okay. it, who's okay. he got beat by Chord maker, max player. He, I, he finally, once he gets out of graded companies, it looks like he runs better in a hundred thousand dollar races when he's not over his head.
1: You know, I was at, I was at parks. It has to be, it was before COVID it has to be like three years ago. And I forgot. Who, I, I guess they didn't have a pick five then. Plus the jackpot bet. I want to bet if, it, if they didn't pick five, but, um it, it was a pick four i think and i was probably like rolling pick threes and doubles and stuff like that and early on in the card i saw that was, i'm not a bias guy but there was an extreme speed bias i saw after like the first couple races so starting around like three or four race three or four i was just like basically bending speed and doing great getting prices and everything was working out great and i studied the card in the morning and i liked forewarned it was like in the second to last race something like that and forewarned was a closer and I said, oh, speed's doing so well. Let me get away from forewarned. Forewarned wins are like 10 to 1. And I'm kicking my I had Every other race, it was like 17 to 1, 10 to 1. It would have been thousands and thousands of dollars. And I'm like, oh. And he was the only one to close that day. So I was like, this horse I like uh, is a good horse. And then they jumped him into all these stakes races. And you know, now and again, comes up with like a freaky good performance. But um, I-, I thought the last race, the Queens County, which a lot of these horses are coming out of, or a few of them, the seven forewarned, the four empty tomb. Uh, Maybe it was just those two, sorry. Uh, But those, I thought that race really helped off the pace horses. I thought that was a pretty sharp pace. It was a duel up front. And I thought empty tomb ran better than forewarned, even though forewarned won going away. So it could happen again, but unless there's a pace duel, I'm going to lead against forewarned. Again, I wouldn't talk you off of him. He definitely has a a shot here. Uh, I mean, I like empty tomb. I just... Does he need to get to the lead and get in that speed duel again? I don't know. He used to be able to come off the pace, but we'll see what happens. But I I like empty tomb a little bit. It's just three to one's a little short for me to take if that's the odds. I'll I'll stick with the horse that has more upside in the 5 Core conviction. Um, What what do you think of the one? Why, why, Paul, why? Because it's normally a horse I would not like running against weaker for the most part. And, you know, four wins in a row. So everyone sees that, probably bet the horse. How do you see the one in this spot?
0: He's magically got good from coming from 20 never two and couldn't beat them to winning, winning what five of the last six. I mean, granted, the 20 never two was in 2020, but still, how do you get clean for 30? And then, but the stakes that parks sometimes and the lounge races that parks really ain't, don't come up that tough. I've noticed that. And parks is very speed favoring track. And he's on the lead.
1: Yeah, but I don't, I thought he went really well last time. He won easy. I mean, he had a good trip and all sitting off the speed, but he won any, who knows what he beat, but he was coming off of 90 buyers, basically three in a row, pretty much. And he was not even the favorite in the race. So he must've ran against some decent horse. I mean, these are still better, but yeah. I, I don't know. I just keep coming back to him for some reason. If there is a pace. You know, he's sitting inside. I don't think the extra distance will hurt him. Uh, I mean, based on how he runs, it doesn't look like it will. I think it's more the class test that will hurt him, if anything. So, uh, but that would be my other pick, and he can come up and pay. So, you know, I'm five, and then one. Uh, why, Paul, why? Or why, why, Paul, why? I mentioned I like the four. And the two also I upgraded the last couple of performances for Todd Pletcher, first constitution. I don't know if the extra distance is going to help this horse, but this horse chased three wide last time. Uh, you know, the uh, 22 to one shot won the race, but the other speed nine to one faded pretty bad. And I-, I thought the you know it wasn't beneficial to be up close last race for him, so I upgraded that performance. He dueled speakers corner, was a very good horse, two back, did all the dirty work and still held on for second, two back. That was even more impressive race than his last race. One reason I don't love him here is because I thought two back he ran better than last, so maybe he regressed, but he could sort have of bounced a little bit off of that race with such a big effort. So definitely the two, but again, these are all short prices. The one, the two, the four, the five. So I'm not sure what to do here. I'm probably going to go one, five only uh, and leave out the two, four, even though I like them just because they're a short price. And this is the third race in a row. I'm not betting vertically. Uh, Is this a race you would look to bet vertically at all? No, not really. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, So in the pick five, you're going to go forewarned. Uh, I'm sorry, the five core conviction, you would throw in forewarned though, most likely?
0: Yeah, unless there's a couple scratches of speed if there's a couple of speed scratches, say for some reason, a two goes out and, and or the three, I would might just single to five and take a shot. Right.
1: And I'm on the, uh, the five, the one, and then, you know, I can't just say two, four also. And I don't even think the six, if there's a pace is out of it, he's got to step up a little bit, but improve his numbers, but why can't he improve up his last few races? So I know I'm not helping anyone out there, but, um, these are horse who I thought had a, a pretty good trip last time. He like hugged the rail, the six, 12 volt man, but he wasn't going away. And he's just improving, you know, each of the last few races. And he, uh, he could step up as Safi Joseph. He gets him magically ready. And, uh, maybe that horse can do something. I- I'd actually take him over for Warren, believe it or not, the six over the seven, just because I think he has upside. I think for Warren's last race is better than it looked. And I, I'm a big four Warren fan. He shows up everywhere. They actually talked about him running in the Pegasus. He was like on the invite list. So, who knows? Maybe he'll scratch out of this and Whoa. wait for the Pegasus. I don't think so. No, UI St. Louis. He'll run here and the Pegasus. But um, you know, we'll see what happens there. Well, the Pegasus Anything looks else?
0: like a two-horse race right now.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, two pretty tough horses, but that's all it is.
0: Hey, what two speed horses though? Once again, forewarned from the clouds. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> they'd have to run the last quarter in like uh, you know thirty seconds, but maybe you never know. We'll see how the field uh, comes up, but you're right. It doesn't look too good. Hopefully the turf races are, uh, are a little better than that one. I mean, people might want to see it. It's a nice well, race to watch the Pegasus, maybe, with the match race. But betting-wise, doesn't seem like it's going to be great, yeah. unless you think they're going to kill each other and fall apart for a closer. But we'll see how it shapes up. All right. I guess we'll go on, uh, if you're good, to race eight, the Franklin Square. This is a state-bred stakes race for $100,000, hundred thousand six and a half furlongs on the dirt. And I'm going to go a little short here. Um this, I mean, I'm telling you, every race seems like wide open. There's no big favorite at all in this sequence. I mean, there was like a five to two shot in one or two races, and I don't even think there'll be five to two. You might have a sequence where, assuming there's no scratches, no horse goes off in this sequence lower than three to one. That might be the shortest odds of any horse in the sequence, which is crazy. Um, it can be good and bad. Some people like that. I like it if I have horses i like to bet. But if it just seems wide open, it's hard to narrow down, then I don't love it. But I want to narrow down a little bit here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to lean, I'll, I'll just mention them and I'll let you talk, but uh, I'm going to probably use three horses here. I'm going to use the one, Sandy's Garden, the two, Serling Silver, and the six, Lilu. So those are going to be my three, but I do see a lot of other horses capable. Nick, are you uh, hopefully on my horses or are you uh, elsewhere here?
0: I got two out of the three. I got the one, the six, and I also use the seven.
1: All right, and so this, go ahead and talk this, about whichever ones you want.
0: The one, I... I don't think that horse wants to go a mile. I, wicked faster. I mean, from the rail, you would assume that she's getting the lead. Gets Jose Ortiz. Wins by 20 first time out. I I can't I don't know how tough that field was. But the fractions were pretty legit. Three quarters and one eleven and three. Uh in the seven, I know that race set up for him. Moab, is how you say him? Say his name? No, I don't name. even
1: remember. Yeah. Sounds but I
0: know, the, I know the race – the the two horses that dueled – or that dueled on the lead, they finished second and third. So he comes from off them. But the thing that impressed me the most was how he came up the rail. It kind of got tight, you know, at the 8th pole or 16th pole, and he comes squeezing on through there. For a first time starter to come up the rail like that is very impressive. Just typically, like, they'll sit there and be like, okay, what am I supposed to do here? Because, you know, they're not – when – you're working, you're not in between, you're not going in between holes and all full speed. So they're like, they kind of sit there and pause, like, hold up, wait a minute. What am I supposed to do? No, not her, just right on through, professional, wins it, going away. It was very impressive for me.
1: The, the interesting thing on the seven, you know, the layoff, there's two ways to look at it, I guess. One is he uh, she was a two-year-old back then in August. She's about, what, six months, five months more developed now. And mm-hmm. if she ran a 65 buyer, then what can she run now? It's going to be a lot better. The other way is, you know, something happened and, or just needs a race, perhaps maybe not fully cranked up, whatever it is. That's another way to look at it. So I, I can't fault you on the seven. I'm just going to try and take a stab against here. Um, no, no reason other than honestly the layoff. And I'm just hoping that the horse is not, you know, at, I don't want the horse to be hurt or anything, nothing like that. But then he's not no. like, she's not like cranked up hundred percent. Uh, and even if she is, I'm hoping she's just not good enough. It's hard. Cause you don't know. Did the horse develop? Did you know, when she really cranked up for that first start, who knows, but I'm, uh, I'm not saying I'm against the seven. I'm just not going to use the seven. Uh, yeah. And the one horse just to add what you said about Sandy's garden, you know, maybe doesn't want a mile was, I mean, if, even if you don't watch replays, just look at the program. I'm not big on times, but if you have the daily racing form program, I don't know, you know, other publications, what they, they print, but Got a 32 track variant that race that for those who don't know, track variant measures like how slow or fast the track was playing. It was playing like really fast. It's a low number. The higher the number, the slower the track is playing. A 32 is extremely high, which means the track was playing really slow for this horse to run 23 and one 46 and three being stalked hard by a three to one shot. So no easy uh, lead there. That is extremely fast. The three to one shot who stalked Sandy's garden ended up like walking home basically. And that was Sue Ellen Michigan. Who's, you know, well, uh, well-regarded New York bred in a stakes race there. So I, I would upgrade that performance a huge amount. Now her first start, whatever, she got a perfect trip against Crapshire one by 20, but um, I would upgrade last performance. Don't get scared off by it. So I definitely want to use the one, my fear, and you mentioned, maybe just clears the field. My fear is if she can't clear the field, can this, because he got some other speed, can this horse come off the pace? We don't know. Uh, I'm thinking she probably can, or I'm hoping she can. So, um, you know, it's a, a trainer, Joseph Lee, for those who don't know, Joe Lee, I'm pretty sure he was Karen McLaughlin's assistant who took over and really hasn't had much success, but I don't think it's because he's not a good horseman. I don't know him, but I'm assuming working for McLaughlin, who was a very good horseman that. Joseph Lee is probably, you know, more than competent trainer, just hasn't had the horses. So maybe this case gets the horses. And when you see a big time jockey like Jose Ortiz riding for a low profile trainer, that's a, a good sign. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty high on the one here. Uh, you talked about the seven. I'll just mention what I like about the two and the six a little bit, and then let you finish up with anyone else. The two Albert Trani uh, starting silver time. Albertrani, the trainer. He never wins for Not never, but he's rarely winning first out. So for a horse to win first out for him, that's pretty impressive. He did really well, I thought, to make up ground. I didn't think the race favored the speed horses per se, but, I mean, he really made up ground. Not that many others were making up a lot of ground. Uh, The fifth-place horse in that race, Sterling Silveran, happened to be the sixth, Lilo. He came in fifth or sixth in that race, I should say. Came back to win, if that matters. I'm not huge on that, because I'm sure Lilo just got better in his second start, uh, or her second start. But um, So I don't want to say it's a live race or anything, but I was just very impressed the way that um, that 2-1 won. Her maiden, Albert Chani, usually doesn't crank him up at all first time. So I think there's a lot of upside on that horse second out. And then Lilo, who had that first start, got off to a slow start in that first start. And a lot of times horses need a start anyway, get the experience. So I'm willing to forgive that first race. And then last race, put up the big speed figure, which I think is the best in the field, which I don't love, because that means the price is going to be low here. Um, But I I thought ran really well. was geared down. I don't know what Lilo beat. I mean, Rivens Valentine came back to win. But again, I, I didn't look it up. if Ruben's Valentine won the like main and claiming for all I know. I don't know. But um, I thought Lilo was just improving, has the experience on one or two others who are first time starters or coming back second time. So I just think this horse is going to be tough. So I'm just going one, two, six, and I'm going to call it a day. And again, this is a race. I'm not doing much vertical betting on this card. I just, I mean, maybe I'll key the one in some vertical bets, uh, Sandy's Garden, if, if she's eight to one. But with Jose Ortiz, I don't know if I'm going to get eight to one. Uh, maybe we will, but that would be the only way I would bet this race. Maybe, you know, the one with the two six, and then throw a couple other price horses in with them for triples and stuff like that. Nick, anyone uh, you want to talk about my horses? You want to talk about anyone else in this race?
0: The only horse we didn't mention would have, uh, or flip my ID for Mike maker going turf to dirt. Uh, he looks like he could be bred for it or she could be bred for it. Out of the city's at mayor Stormcat. Wins date or wins his debut on the grass. Ever since then, in open stake races.
1: Nick, you didn't take psychology uh, in school, did you? No. All right, good because I was going to tell your psych teacher to uh, ask for your diploma back. Um, flip my id, I believe that would be. Uh, out of Freud, a very clever name, Freud. I don't know if you know. Ego, super ego, id. I believe. No. All right. No. <laughs> That's all right Uh, yeah. Um, flip my id. You might be right. Although I will say Freud is a prolific New York bred sire and Freud is known for throwing turf horses, but maybe the mom's side. And I'm not saying the horse can't run in the dirt. You're getting a price on the horse if it's 15 to one or something like that. So again, I wouldn't talk anyone off it. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think the four thin legs has much of a chance, but, and I don't really like the eight also don't think as much of a chance. I don't love the outside horses, but they have a chance at least, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if anyone wins this. Uh, so flip my head could win. You made a, a valid point or two, and you get in I praise. Mean,
0: it's just Mike Maker. I don't think you can throw him out. If you're looking for a bomb or a decent price, and Manny Franco, I mean, he's probably one of the better riders in this group right now.
1: Yeah, I think he just changed agents, too. He got rid of uh, Angel Cordero. He I don't did. know who his new agent is, but, yeah, he got rid of Angel. Um, all right, so I think we uh, – did we cover that race okay? I believe so. All right, so you're on the seven and the one, and that was it? in the six or the five i'm sorry in the six two
0: in the six two we, we covered
1: him okay and the five you might throw when you said or yeah I'm. if my ticket allows all right what well, one advice i'm not trying to give you advice necessarily because i'm sure you can give me plenty of advice but it, this came up the other day i was talking to someone you know someone's oh that was my last uh toss and it was like a 10 to 1 12 to 1 shot i know it can get expensive i'm not telling people to bet more money than they want to or comfortable with but when your last cut is a price horse, it's tough to cut. I mean, listen, I, I do it. You know, if I'm singling a two-to-one shot or a three-to-one, four, whatever, I'm singling a horse, and I kind of want to throw in like a 12-to-one shot also, but it doubles the ticket, it makes it a tough decision. But, you know, if, for me, if I see a price horse and it's just adding one more, I always throw in. But uh, I'm not using the five here, but something to think about for people out there. All right, so let's go on to uh, race nine. That is the finale here. This is my kind of race. Uh, maiden Claimer, 25000 for state bread going a mile on the dirt. I'm gonna go relatively short here I just don't know if I'm gonna get much of a price and there are 2 There they're two I want to go too deep but the nine uh, Bohemian Ruby uh, scares me so I'm, I'm probably gonna go three deep if I throw out a horse it'll be the nine uh, but I'm gonna let you start here because I did last time. Uh, we'll see if you end up on the same horses. Uh, Nick who do you like Race nine.
0: Uh, top pick would be the ten, Forest Wood Lane. I think there's just so much upside to this horse. Only have, having two starts. Not even, Last race yeah, he got beat by nine and a half lengths. But look, the winner went by eight and a half. Bohemian Ruby only beat him um, what, three-quarters of a length for it all, for second. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't he be able to make that ground up in the third start? He might have got a little tired going first time going a mile. So you should have every bit this time. And then my other horse would be the eight Oliver's fortunes. Two back for the 25. I watched the replay cause it says lost position badly in the turn. I couldn't tell if he was waiting for room and didn't want to be put in a bad spot, like running on the back of the heels of a horse. So he kind of like checked out. I would say, I don't know. Did you, did you watch the replay?
1: Yeah, it's funny because oh, I was trying I watched like three times I watched the head on just to see. I think it got a little tight and Cancel, got a little scared. But he went from like, you know, like it shows you, he was like what, third or fourth or very close. Mm-hmm. Yes. He ended up pretty far back. So even though he saved ground, helped him probably. Um, I, I definitely thought he lost some ground. So I wouldn't upgrade it huge because he did save ground, but yeah, no, I thought he definitely lost position there. I thought that, that was accurate. And then he came running late.
0: Yeah, a little or, bit. Not like flying, was, but yeah. But was picking him up. Yeah, no, he runs th- stays. If he stays, if he doesn't lose all that position, he probably he doesn't get beat five and a quarter.
1: No, no, no. He, he might win that race for all I know because he lost a few lines. So yeah, no, good point. But if he would have won, it would have been more like a perfect ground saving trip, too. Correct. So and then oh go ahead. And I'll let you finish unless you are.
0: Uh, no, nah, that's about it, besides a favorite, the three, which
1: I don't know how to judge this horse. Yeah, I, I'm just going to throw in on the eight first. Um, after that race, you talked about two back. He then stepped up against state-bred uh, 40 claiming, so a little tougher spot. And yeah, it might not look great, came in six, but he dueled a nine-to-one shot who faded badly. So he was up on a, a pretty strong pace. Now, a 10-to-one shot kind of stalked closely um, and did well. Actually, it was a winner, Sandra the Great. So maybe the pace was not as rapid as I thought, but I thought that was a pretty fast, Contentious pace, and I upgraded that performance that was against better, so now he drops in against a little weaker again. Um, I like the eight a lot. My problem is similar to earlier horses when we talked about a one for 28 horse, so where's 0 for 16? Has had so many chances, and granted, at this level is only 0 for 2. has been running mostly against better, a lot of them against on turf, so you can make an argument that record is somewhat meaningless, and I am, it is a little meaningless, but I really like this horse, and I was like, oh. You know, the horse has definitely improved in great form. I was really thinking of singling this horse. Then I got to the nine, I got scared, and then I got to the 10. So ironically, we we're on the same horses the eight and the 10 are our top picks. Um, the race you mentioned last time for the 10 first Wood Lane, I know you said a lot of good stuff, like, you know, might've gotten a little tired, second start improved, is going to improve again. Why not? He got, it doesn't say it, but he got squeezed back early, um, and I thought that really hurt him. And then he had a four wide trip, um, you know, and he wasn't gaining late, but, like you said, he got tired, but legitimate excuses and only a second start. So I was like, oh, as much as I like the eight and O for sixteen horse, should I take a lightly raced 10 horse? Let me ask you a question. The ten horse cost seventy five thousand dollars. They paid for him about three years ago now, I think it says eighteen as a year list. Yeah, is now yeah. five. They obviously, you know, has had issues over the years. Makes third start in a row, so hopefully sound. Is it worrisome that they're just keeping him at this level or that's like the only level he can compete at and you don't even care about the, the purchase price? No, I mean, he's probably
0: – this is the level that he's going to be competitive at. So no point of raising him.
1: Yeah. If they so. take the
0: horse, if they take him, they take him. He's five and he's a maiden. the only ran – is going to be his third start. So I highly doubt somebody dip in for him. They're probably not scared about that.
1: Yeah, you would think a five-year-old – like I said, three starts, but, um, exactly, yeah, I just, uh, I really like the eight, but uh, I'm just scared of the 10. Then the nine, I mean, Bohemian Ruby ran, I upgraded his last performance too. He brushed the gate. I don't think, oh, it says bump break, but he brushed the gate, then got bumped, brushed, brushed the gate and then got bumped, uh, lost about two lengths. had a very good trip after that though, uh, kind of saved ground and was in a good spot, but definitely hurt at the beginning of the race. So I, I can upgrade that performance a little bit and the horse fits is slowly improving, Gustavo Rodriguez, the brother of Rudy, also you know another one of these trainers who does really really well somehow. So these are uh, these are you know for this level decent horses on the outside. I think you mentioned the three Shinjuku. We should talk about the three Shinjuku two to one morning line. I was a little surprised to see a short morning line, but in hindsight maybe not. Uh, maybe that is a good morning line. I hope it is. This horse was putting up much better figures, competitive against maiden special weight back in the spring. Looked like was going to be a decent horse. They threw him on the – I guess they gave him enough efforts on the uh, on the dirt. So let's just see. I assume maybe before they put him in a claiming race, like, yeah, let's see if he can run on the dirt. Throw him on the you know, medallion door. a decent turf influence, the, uh, the grand poppy. And put him on the dirt, on the turf. Again, against better horses. Didn't really run very well at all. Then they went July 29th uh, in his last start. They threw front bandages on him, ran him on the dirt. I thought he had a very good setup. I thought it set up for a horse come, closers big time that race. The winner, in fact, Triple Americano was like right next to him the whole race and Triple Americano won easy or closed easily. And this horse just had no excuse, I thought. So between the the front bandages going on, the drop, the layoff, the low speed figure, I downgraded it because it got a perfect performance. I, I'm, I'm fading Shinjuku at a short price. I can't, you know, he maybe this horse is better than these if he comes back running. Um, I'm just not only am I fading, I'm not even going to worry about it. In fact, if Shinjuku, I said I wasn't betting much vertically. If Shinjuku is like two to one or anything near that, I will definitely bet this race vertically and bet against Shinjuku. Not that I don't think the horse has a chance, but there's a horse I'm happy to bet against. Did you see it? It sounds like because you didn't mention the three is one of your picks here. Uh, Do you see it the way I see it or do you see it differently?
0: Yeah, it's. The, but the front wraps to me doesn't make a difference just because typically when you run in the slop you'll run in front wraps because okay. you hit the ground harder and it, typically it's sealed so when you you just they hit the ground way harder so they don't run down that's typically the front wraps mm-hmm. in a, in the slop so that that really makes no effect to me i don't i mean his last does he just like the bug maybe or he could be the speed God. because if you put the seven pound bug on him you know
1: he's going to the front so what and- he did
0: this other three times going along on the dirt.
1: I haven't watched this uh, apprentice ride much, but I saw, uh, I think it was David Ergon I saw on Twitter. I was just looking earlier uh, this evening and he mentioned something on Twitter. I guess he won today, maybe Gomez or rode well. He mentioned he really likes this apprentice Gomez because when he has a horse who has some speed, he lets that horse go. So stretching out, maybe the horse does have speed. I, I don't know, but to me, it doesn't really matter. I'm not betting him, but yeah, um, yeah no, I can see your point that this horse might be uh, you know key speed here.
0: It just doesn't look like there's much speed in this race, so if he gets
1: loose, maybe
0: he just keeps going. But I,
1: I don't know. For twenty five, yeah, well, I was yeah. I was gonna say the eight horses showing speed on the stretch out here a couple times now. So, but not a need the lead type. So no, yeah, and
0: especially from the outside. If the three goes, he'd sit. He'd should sit on
1: the hip. Yeah, I would think so, and that could set up for the ten or something like that too. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet against the three though, Shinjuku uh was there anyone else in this spot you wanted to mention there's one other horse i was going to talk about i don't think i'm going to use him, but it's possible um anyone you were thinking about
0: the seven intrigued me a little bit
1: hmm. i don't have him on my radar
0: uh, oh you you um, mentioned about him earlier to me off yeah, the going Go along i mean debut going along and main spe- uh, state bread maiden special for chad brown goes off seven to two runs no good actually you see he runs third in that race in juco Ironically, <laughs> yeah. gets buried. He gets beat. A, it's beat a whole lot. Comes back to the turf, going long or yeah, going long. State bred forty, claiming fifth. Was that on a Brad Cox now? And goes long off the turf event. Runs no good, but then it. sprinting on the dirt for twenty five. He really hasn't run bad. So maybe he's coming around now. I Don't know how to judge his horse, but if you catch a price on him, he could be worth it. Just throwing in,
1: no, or he, again, even underneath, or,
0: he, or even throwing him in underneath, especially stretching back out. He should be able to. I mean, I, I would assume he'd, he'd be up there with the pace, stretching out.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not against that, uh, that horse there. Per se- oh, I am against that horse. I'm sorry, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Though, I was gonna say if the seven wins, but I'm kind of against horse. I downgraded the effort to back, but he had just about a perfect trip and no excuse really last time. Like I said, it's Orlando Noda. He can win. You got Dylan Davis who's riding as well as anyone, but um, that's a horse. I'm probably, Oh, I'm definitely not using in, in uh, pretty much any of my bets here. Um, I was going to mention another horse, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass on that. Cause I'm not using the horses pointless here. I just thought the uh, two and the four were interesting. Just coming out of a uh, little higher class races, have some excuses, bad starts, et cetera. I, I don't know. I'm not going to use either one. I don't think. But if I bet vertically, if the three is a short price, I will be using the two and four. I'll probably be betting the eight, not, uh, eight, ten on top, and I'll throw in the nine, the two, and the four with them uh, as, as if their price is uh, you know underneath them. And that's how I would bet this race vertically. And I don't really like anyone else. uh any, anything else in this race? Did we miss anything?
0: No, just eight and ten, maybe for me. If, especially in the pick five that's all i'd use
1: yeah like i said i uh, i hate to add a horse at a short price of nine it just uh, I, I have to go through my ticket it, it, if i if i single summer bourbon uh in the second leg whatever that was race six then i'll, I'll use the nine but i rarely better pick five if i can't single a horse and i, I don't know looking through the sequence as much as I might want to single like the I I don't want to single the first race, but uh race five, I'd love to Queen Tigua, but Cookie Cove, I like, and they're both like I said, one for 20, something at this level, pretty much. And um, I mean, summer bourbon's a bit of a reach, I guess, as a single, but I might single. I could I single could the it. five core conviction, I guess, but I don't know. I don't love the horse. And uh in eighth race, I- I'm not singling Nessa Stakes, the three old stakes with Sandy's garden and a few others. I want to go three deep there, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe the 9 also, but ten eight are my main horses here. Yeah,
0: I just think the 9 is beatable.
1: Oh, he's well, had his well, cracks yeah. at this
0: level. He's had this, his cracks. Well, I mean, it's two cracks at level, but he's had, and, it seems yeah. like a better trip of times.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Last, last race had some excuses to me, and uh, I upgraded last, so it was like... Last effort was better than the one before, so if he can take one more step forward, he definitely raised a chance—a big chance, I think. So I don't know. I'm uh, like I said, I'm a little torn, but uh, most likely going to use eight, nine, ten, and hopefully it's not too chalky there. Uh, hoping the three takes a lot of money and doesn't pick up his legs too much. He's already a five-year-old two the three, which is another reason maybe not to love him. All right, thank you all out there for bearing with me. A little sore throat, but I'm uh, I'm pushing through. I uh, had a late night last night, too, as I was talking to Nick before, so I'm on like two and a half hours sleep, so I apologize if I was a little uh, dry today, no voice, but thanks for bearing uh, with us, Nick. Thanks for being uh, amenable and doing the Aqueduct card after uh, five changes last night on what track we were going to do. appreciate it. No problems. And uh, good luck this weekend to everyone out there. Nick, hopefully I'll, uh, I'll see you soon. I'm going to see you in a few weeks, I know. Yes, and, sir. Uh, yep. Good luck to everyone. Have a great weekend and look forward to talking to you next week. Ta-ta.